Diabetes sucks sometimes. Life gets chaotic. There's a lot to handle without even considering blood sugars. <laughs> In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how much time should you really be spending on your type 1 diabetes, uh, what is required of us, what we call the MVP, and then of course how you can spend less time to have blood sugars more under control. Now today's episode, I'm going to be a little bit more relaxed with uh, the the voice tune and so i'm gonna have to just warn you the intro song is a little bit of a different vibe a little, a little higher energy <laughs> but today we're gonna have more of a laid-back conversation about diabetes the reality of living with it and uh, how you can streamline a bit more of your diabetes management so without any further ado let's get into our theme song and then we'll hop into our topic I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so back to the fireside chat without the fire. I should have a little fire going on right here. Uh, in today's episode, I want to talk to you about just life with diabetes a little bit. Uh, life for me recently has been pure chaos in some good and some not so good ways. Uh, you know, some personal stuff, business, physical health, uh, mental health. We'll even cover that topic as well. And when diabetes comes in on top of that, with its own chaos it can be a bit overwhelming sometimes and over the weekend had some rough blood sugars i mean completely transparent with you guys uh, it was a little out of my norm where uh you know blood sugar just kind of got stuck a little bit higher than i would have liked and uh, it was at an event for a friend they had a baby shower and ultimately made the decision to sacrifice in that moment my perfect blood sugars to be more present be more helpful and uh ultimately to be there for my friend I wrote an email a weekend about it as well, where self-sacrifice temporarily can be a good thing, but it should not be the standard. I've, I know a lot of people that think that they have to sacrifice their blood sugars consistently to show love to others, and that should not be the case. But every once in a while, life gets crazy. What are you going to do, right? But in today's episode, I want to talk a bit more about the chaos of life and how when blood sugars get chaotic, it can be very difficult to stay on top of things uh, without even worrying about blood sugars and fixing them. And so what I wanted to cover recently is actually a, a strategy that I, I've taught a lot of my clients and I think it might be helpful for you as well. Uh, may or may not be useful to implement right now with where you're at, but ultimately blood sugars take a lot of our attention. They require a lot of decisions to be made. In fact, I found this study recently that said that the diabetic population, type 1 diabetic specifically, on average make an extra 180 decisions per day related to their health. And in many cases, this can be uh, life altering. You know, if you don't take your insulin, for example, you could end up in the hospital. If you take too much insulin, you could end up in the hospital. <laughs> and so there's a lot of decisions that require our attention and it's not an optional thing, right? We don't get to say, oh, I'll take care of that later because oftentimes diabetes needs your attention right now. 
And so it can be very overwhelming to then say, I'm going to put additional effort into this in those moments when life is chaotic and so are blood sugars in order to fix them. So oftentimes what we fall back on is something that I, I tell my clients to set up intentionally, which is your MVP or your minimum viable plan. In other words, life's crazy, blood sugars are crazy. How do I just get through this? <laughs> you know, how do I survive? And uh, this is much more helpful if you've set it up beforehand so you can fall back on it. It's a lot more difficult to set up your MVP in that moment when life is crazy. You're in the middle of the tornado, right? Or I guess in the middle of the tornado isn't that bad, right? I don't know. We don't have tornadoes here. I think you're you're screwed if you're in the middle, but that's a different topic. So the idea is when life is not crazy, set it up for the crazy moments. And what we can look at in doing so uh, are twofold. So one, the MVP, critical you set that up outside of the chaos so that you can use it in the chaos. Minimum viable plan. How do I make it through a high blood sugar? How do I make it through a low blood sugar? Am I prepared for both of these scenarios? Yes. Okay, let's just craft that plan real quick so that I feel more confident in that plan long term. Now, the second piece that I want to share with you, uh, and we're just going to kind of scratch the surface at this one, but it's a, a strategy that we call retroactive analysis. And the idea behind it is that being that diabetes is a 24-7 thing that never ends and we're never going to see a finish line. Uh, so, I mean, maybe, maybe I'll, I won't give up hope completely, but I'm not going to wait for the cure, right? I'm going to have to take care of myself until then. But with it being a 24-7 thing, this is not something that I want to spend 24-7 of my mental energy taking care of, right? My goal is to have my blood sugars so well controlled that I don't have to take care of them as often. Now, I'm still going to have to count carbs. Yes. I'm still going to have to take insulin. Yes. I'm still going to have to do all these different things, but I want those to be routine and I don't want things to go off the rails, at least not as often as they would if I didn't pay attention, right? But instead of paying attention all the time and doing what I used to do, which was checking my CGM every five minutes, I'll be more transparent with you, every four and a half minutes because I knew when the CGM would refresh with a new number and I'd stare at it and wait for it. And we're still good. Okay, back down. I'm present for four and a half minutes. Oh, check the CGM again. And mm, I might have to take some insulin. Hold on. Let me wait another four and a half minutes and I'll get the update in a second. And that was my life for a long time. I was obsessed. This is the blessing and the curse with the CGMs, right? Uh, they present an incredible amount of data, but it can be overwhelming and it can suck you in, which removes you from the world, from living your life and being present in the moment. And so for myself, I actually built this strategy initially to pull myself out of that obsession, but also uh, to set myself up for more of a streamlined diabetes experience, you know, where I could be more present with family and friends because that had been brought up in frustration from people who were close to me. Uh, they let me know that I was not fun to hang around, basically. You know, hey, you're always talking about blood sugars. You're always worried about it. You're always uh, high or low and alarms are going off. And I had to kind of take a moment to really search inward. I was like, okay, are these just terrible people that I'm hanging out with? Or nope, okay, it's more likely that in that situation, I just was not being present, right? I was completely obsessed with my numbers. And so uh, this retroactive analysis, the idea behind it, big picture, is to take time at the end of the day, 15 minutes tops, look over your numbers, look over or think over your experiences from that day. Did I go high? Did I go low? Do I have an idea of why that happened? I'm not looking for exact answers in that moment. I'm looking for that high level approach, right? Just take quick recap 
of the day. Did this go well? Did it go according to plan? If not, why? Did it go according to plan and I don't know why? Maybe I should figure out what I did so I can reproduce that same or similar response tomorrow, right? 10, 15 minutes, set your alarm if you have to, that's it. Quick response and uh, set up an action plan for the next day to try to make some improvements if there are room for them. But that 15 minutes at the end of the day does two things. One, it gives you something to look towards at the end of the day so that during the day, you don't have to worry about fixing everything, right? So instead of saying, I gotta figure out why this happened right now, everybody stop, I gotta go into this corner and do math in my head and Google search why I went high when I was taking insulin, you know, does heat cause blood sugars to go up? And yeah, instead of doing all that in the moment, just make a quick mental note, I'll get back to that tonight during my retroactive analysis, right? P.S. Uh, I want to make sure I just add in, I know people are be like, oh, you just put off all your decisions to the end of the day and forget about diabetes. Not what I was saying at all. If you have a high blood sugar, do what you got to do. If you have a low blood sugar, do what you got to do. Still take action on these uh, less than ideal blood sugar situations, right? But the analysis, the uh, understanding of why that happened. That is what you can wait for. That's what can be assessed at the end of the day with that retroactive analysis. So I just want to make that clear. Take care of yourself. Do what's necessary. Be safe. This isn't medical advice, but uh, the deeper analysis can come end of day. No reason to rush that. And the second thing is it allows you to pivot, to adapt. So if you are experiencing some rough blood sugars, you've got that time at night where you can review and then make an adjustment so that the next day you don't make the same mistakes again. And that's one of the, the greatest things that we as humans have over anything else is that we get to learn from our mistakes. Now, of course, best case scenario, you can learn from somebody else's mistakes so you don't have to make the mistakes yourselves. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing you can ever do. But yeah, a lot of times we do have to make mistakes ourselves to learn the lessons, right? Uh, to experience the pain it actually does help us to learn more when there is any level of trauma associated with it even if it's just frustration uh, but the idea behind this is i'm more present during the day and i'll review at night so i can have the day to be free you know of this uh hyper analysis of my blood sugars but also to have that pivot that adaptation to my plan so that if things didn't go well today okay tomorrow we're going to try xyz and hopefully make some improvements so that I can be even more present, continuing to be 1% better each and every day and make this consistent progress. You guys might've heard me talk about CANI. It's C-A-N-I, stands for constant and never-ending improvement. This is one of the, the principles that I live by. If we make constant and never-ending improvement, it's not about big leaps and bounds of, I made this huge success today because that's not sustainable. We want a sustainable growth that allows us to reach our goals over the long term, all right, and have more uh, predictable outcomes with that. So uh, first thing today, I want you to understand that these retroactive analysis, yes, there's more to it than that, but surface level, it allows you to be more present during the day, knowing that you're gonna be setting up your MVP or your minimum viable plan outside of the chaos. And two, that retroactive analysis should allow you to pivot or adapt your plans or even your MVP, your minimum viable plan for the next time that happens, the next day, the next week, the next month, whenever you expect to experience those things again. When life gets crazy, don't let diabetes be the thing that pushes you over the edge, right? Understand that these numbers we see are exactly that. 
numbers or data points, right? This is not a judgment of your character, a judgment of uh, who you are as a person, right? It, they may reflect some of the decisions that you made. And uh, I'll be the first to admit some of the decisions that I make, uh, those numbers are an accurate reflection of <laughs> the choices that I made. Oh, I shouldn't have had that chocolate cake and not pre bullist Got it. Okay. Retroactive analysis, end of the day. Let's wipe that one clean. Start fresh tomorrow with a new strategy. Maybe I'll try pre bullishing next time. But spending the 15 minutes at the end of the day in this retroactive analysis, whether it's a journal or just a, a mental reflection, a moment of quiet, this is going to help you organize your life with diabetes to, uh, to have some semblance of structure, organization in your diabetes management so that when the, the chaos of life is overflowing, diabetes doesn't have to be the thing that sinks the ship, right? We don't want that to happen because then you lead into burnout uh, into a place where it can get pretty dark pretty fast. And I've been there. It's not fun. And it's very hard to come out from. So looking at what can you do this week? with your type 1 diabetes, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling stressed out, if you feel like diabetes takes too much time out of your schedule, right? How do you save time with diabetes? The reality is you got to set up the right strategies so that you are successful because the more wacky blood sugars are, the more time and effort it takes to get them back on track, right? If you go hit 200, 300, 400, it's going to take hours for that to come down most of the time, right? If you hit a low, for most people like myself, that's a hard stop. If I go low, <laughs> fat chance I'm doing anything else other than treating that low and just sitting in the corner with a dead stare in my eyes <laughs> because lows suck, right? They, they suck the life out of you. And so the, the less variable your blood sugars are, less volatile, the more you have that freedom of time because you're not chasing your blood sugars every which way. So how do you save time with your diabetes? Set up the plans to get it forward in the first place. How do you do that? Retroactive analysis, my friend. End of the day, 15 minutes, check on what worked, what didn't, search for patterns, just look over your day. Think back, what could I change? If there were something that I could do tomorrow different than I did today, that would be an improvement. What's one little tweak, one little adjustment, that I can make that will virtually guarantee 1% better. That's all I got for you today. I hope this has been helpful. Uh, if you find these types of episodes helpful, I know today's a little bit less tactical. We're not talking about you know insulin timing, insulin on board activities, exercise, endurance, burn rates. But today I wanted to kind of share this high level of getting your time back, getting your mental peace back with your type one diabetes. And if you found that helpful, I'd love for you to share this episode. Uh, you know, subscribe. Please rate the podcast. Let people know this is something that they should come back for. They should listen to. And uh, that subscription to the podcast, to the YouTube channel, wherever you're watching or listening, also means you get notified and these episodes go live every week. All right. So subscribe, leave a review. Let me know what you think. Honest review. If you think it sucks, let me know. I'm always looking for ways to improve. As I mentioned earlier, can I? Constant and never-ending improvement applies to everything. So uh, appreciate you. Hope this one helps. Remember, end of day, just 10, 15 minutes can really make a difference in your life with your diabetes and uh, give you some of that space back, that margin mentally. All right. So uh, do with that what you will. Again, I hope it helps. P.S. I wanted to jump in here real quick and uh, just remind people of what is possible. So I mentioned that there have been some uh, chaotic life events recently. Blood sugars for me did not cooperate over the weekend. It was difficult. However, 
using the retroactive analysis, using the strategies that we teach in our programs, and, and just keeping diabetes in mind, not necessarily always top of mind, but just in mind, being aware, making adaptations and pivoting where it's possible, I'm still able to do this, right? Hit 95% time and range. This was this last week, as you can see, it's a 5% increase from the week before, which means week before I was at 90%. I've been consistently above 90% for like three or four years now. This, this is just how diabetes is when you have the right strategies. Obviously, we put a ton of content out. A lot of the stuff that I use is in free videos, free podcasts, free Instagram posts, free TikToks, everywhere. Just search FTF Warrior uh, and you'll find my strategies, right? You'll find a lot of what I do. Uh, and I can't be giving out specific advice because I'm not a doctor. But if you want to know what you're, you're missing out on, Go check out the other episodes, subscribe, rate the show. Yes, do all that, but continue consuming, continue learning, and most importantly, implement. Use what you learn to benefit your life. I promise you it'll be worth it. All right, so uh, we'll cut the episode here. Appreciate you guys. Hope you're having a great day. Keep up the fight.